You don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with big design, small budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth. New Year's is such a great excuse to take a look back on the past 365 days, take stock of what worked, what didn't, and then look forward and think about all the great things that are to come, the months ahead, the new goals, both career and life goals. It's fun to just jump in and feel like you can start fresh. And it's really fun to see where things are going in terms of trends. And that's what I'm discussing today on Big Design Small Budget. Today is my 2016 trend report. What's in and what is so 2015? Here we go. I'm Betsy Helmuth and let's launch in with my favorite things. So there's something pretty exciting coming up in 2016, something that has never been done before. And that is that Pantone, the color predictor and color They're basically the color dictator, telling us what colors are what names, what codes, and it transcends design, fashion, paint, fine art. Anyway, they, for the first time in history, have selected two colors of the year versus just one. These two colors are rose quartz and serenity blue. One is a very pale sort of pink, the other roughly you could sum it up as a baby blue. So these, according to the professionals, are the colors we should be designing with and looking for in the coming year. And it's pretty fun to think about pastels. I ask my clients to fill out a questionnaire before they work with me, and I ask them their favorite colors, and of course I ask them the colors they don't like. And more often than not, the colors that they don't like tend to be just the whole spectrum of pastels. Well, Watch out 2016, you are going to be pushing some of my clients' boundaries with these double dose of pastel colors with the light pink and the baby blue. But I'm interested to see how maybe I'll incorporate them in terms of paint or small accents or maybe I'll make a big splash and do some rose quartz drapes. Anyway, those are the colors we should be looking out for. And now something else I think is going to be pretty hot this year, I think patterned linens and bed sheets. And if you've been listening to me for enough years, you know that I always go for white sheets. I think there is nothing more crisp, classic, and clean than white sheets, no matter where you buy them. If it's from Overstock, if it's from Macy's, if it's from Pratesi. But there is something titillating me. Yes, I said it. There is something titillating me regarding mixing and matching patterns with like some fun sheets and then a duvet that perhaps has a larger print. Now you'll know from my design classes, in case you haven't taken them, go to Affordable Interior Design and look under classes. But you'll know from my classes that the key to mixing and matching prints, whether it's pillows or bedding, would be that you stick with one cohesive color palette, but that you use patterns that are of different scales. That just means different sizes. So potentially on the sheets, you would have a very small pattern, like a little check. On the duvet, maybe you'd have a wide stripe. And maybe you'd have an accent pillow on top that would be a medium-sized floral. So just think about making all your patterns different sizes, and you're sure to get this trend right in 2016. Another thing that I have never personally done, but am very intrigued by this year, is incorporating pedestals into the design. 
I went to a client's house the other day in Queens, and he was a collector of basketball memorabilia. In other words, he had some basketball players' shoes that had been worn and signed, and he bought them on eBay or at some other collectibles place. And he had them on metal pedestals in glass boxes, and I was just intrigued. We had a lot of fun placing those around the room, and while it's never been something I've ever bought for a client, I am thinking pedestals in 2016. You could top it with a plant, you could top it with a vase, you could top it with a picture frame, you could put it in the corner of a room that just feels a little bit empty, you could tuck it in an entryway. What can't you do with a pedestal? Hmm, I'm thinking about pedestals this year. The other thing that I'm seeing a lot of coming into stores are Guatemalan fabrics. So I am just finding that there is a lot of this colorful, woven, sort of ethnic feel in terms of a handmade look, but it has these bright colors that are going to be really fun to incorporate in terms of using them as throw blankets or pillows on a sofa. I'm just seeing them in lots of different stores at very affordable price points. And it really looks like you went somewhere exotic and came back with this beautiful piece of fabric that you could even use as a tapestry or wall hanging in lieu of artwork. So I think that these Guatemalan fabrics I'm seeing everywhere will really take flight in 2016. Another thing that I have always said, don't do this, don't even think about doing this, is using wallpaper. Wallpaper is just tough to remove and it's very personal. So if you really love your wallpaper but then you move in two years, the next person, whether it's your landlord redoing the space or a resale and a potential buyer, they are not going to probably like your wallpaper choice. So it's just risky and not only is it expensive to take down, it's expensive to put up. Or you have to do it really well, which is very time-consuming. But I have been finding myself recommending wallpaper of late. And there are a lot of good removable wallpaper options, which means it still takes a while to put up in terms of cutting and getting it just right in terms of being flat. But the removal process is as easy as peeling off a post-it note. So I am all about wallpaper. In fact... This week, I'm going to kick off the new year right by installing some non-removable wallpaper in my guest bathroom. Wish me luck. I will keep you posted on how that goes. But for the first time in a long time, I find myself not only intrigued and interested in using wallpaper, but also pushing my clients towards it, saying this could be a really cool feature in your room because... So I think 2016 is the year I'm going to re-embrace wallpaper and stop giving it such a bad rap. And then I am really excited about this last trend that I am seeing. Whether you're shopping at places like Z Gallery or Etsy or just looking in magazines like Elle Decor, I am seeing a ton of oversized artwork. So just big statement pieces rather than all those gallery walls of small pieces, which I'm seeing less of online on my favorite blogs and on Pinterest. So people are really gearing towards a bigger visual wow and a less busy, frenetic, sort of multiple piece statement. Where are you going to find affordable, oversized artwork? My favorite place to look is Etsy. And if you go to my 
bigdesignsmallbudget.com website page, I'm going to share my favorite art Etsy sites with you because it can be so expensive to buy big art, but if you choose something that's stretched on canvas, not only can you sometimes find things that are affordable, but then you can also forget framing it because it's stretched already. So you can just mount it just as it is because framing oversized art is oftentimes a lot more expensive than the art itself. Another thing I like to think about when you're thinking about oversized art is that it doesn't have to be a painting or something handmade. Just today, this morning, I recommended a pair of oversized Asian doors for a client to hang above their bed. $2.99 on Pier 1, nearly 4 feet by 5 feet, just a big, cool statement. So when I say oversized art, I mean oversized wall hangings, oversized tapestries, oversized mirrors, just thinking big rather than thinking multiples. Now let's talk about what is out, what I am totally over this year. The first one I am feeling a little bit over and I know I'm not alone based on some other websites that I've been reading about what's up and coming this year. The first thing that is so out are animal prints. So while cheetah may be forever timeless in a wardrobe, it is not forever timeless in your living room. And I think that zebra, cheetah, all of that is just out right now. So don't be gravitating towards those light blue leopard prints for your pillows or for a rug. It's time to tone it down. And same goes for fake furs and certainly real furs and hides. I'm just a little bit over it. The other thing I'm a little bit over is furniture made out of pipes. Do you guys remember that trend? It went along with the industrial trend that was so in about five years ago and that I'm also a little bit over these days. But I am really over pipe furniture from bookcases to end tables to coffee tables. There were a lot of things made with rustic woods and pipes. And I'm just not feeling it anymore. It looks a little contrived. I must say I was never super into it, but now forget it. The other thing I want to forget, and this is just personal, and something I also was into in days gone by, are wall-mounted plant hangers. So those are the different kinds of things that you can hang on your wall that are meant to hold plants. They have large ones made of felt that have interior irrigation systems. They have small ceramic ones that look like little vases that you put on your walls. After attempting to use them on my own and putting them up in a couple of clients' apartments, I just find that they're not that user-friendly. I just don't love having to clean them. It's like owning a fishbowl. It gets a little bit murky with the water and you have to clean it out. And then also, I find with those felt ones, they're very hard to maintain. Even though it says it has that internal irrigation system, oftentimes the plants that go inside there aren't very hardy or difficult to kill. And so you wind up with a whole bunch of wilted plants stuck on felt. And I'm just not loving that look. So unless you have the greenest thumb around, I would just avoid those wall planters. Instead, get a nice vase and put it on that pedestal if you want to have a plant. The other thing that I am over are rustic woods. The other day I was working with a client in New Jersey and we got him a rustic wood table from West Elm. He wanted to have it. It was his thing. He couldn't wait for it to arrive. When it finally did arrive, 
There were nails sticking out of it. The wood was so raw that when you put your elbows on the dining table, you could get a splinter. That's just not my jam. It's never really been my jam because can you imagine cleaning that table? Like say you get peanut butter or marinara sauce. First things first, it's not been treated or stained. So it's going to stain the red color from your red wine or from that marinara I previously mentioned is going to stick in there and it just doesn't feel clean. It feels like you're eating off a barn door and in a lot of cases you are eating off a barn door. So I'm over the rustic woods. I'm over it. Give me a veneer any old day. The other thing that is supposedly out are crystal chandeliers. So instead of those ornate, dripping, beautiful chandeliers that incorporate so much glass and crystal, I've been reading that the trend is leading towards pendants. So really interesting pendant lights in different shapes that are much more simple and that are kind of going away from that pear shape that we think about when we think about a traditional crystal chandelier. Another thing that I just put in here because I'm so over it, are those, okay, am I saying this right? I should know how to say this because I've ordered enough of them in my life. Agate? Agate? I think it's agate rocks. You know those rocks that are different colors from purple to green to blue and then they have all that veining and sort of the ring pattern? People are using them or selling them as bookends, coasters, picture frames, and I'm guilty as charged. I not only have a set of those agate coasters, I have a set of bookends as well. And while they're nice enough, I think it's just a little sold out. I think it's a trend that's just everywhere. (laughs) And it's a little bit exhausting and it's not so special. And I feel the same way about quartz rock. I'm a little bit over those quartz rock boxes, the quartz rock bookends, the quartz rock tchotchkes that you put on top of a stack of coffee table books. I'm just over rocks right now. I feel like they were really very present between 19 or I'm sorry 2013 and 2015 and it's time it's time to move on from rocks, wood and pipes. Don't you agree? So guys, this was just a fun episode for me to share things I'm excited about and things I've been excited about in the past and changed my mind on for the future. So thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope that you'll write in with questions in 2016. Before I let you go here, I am going to tell you something that I'm excited about. One of my resolutions this year was to get a new office. Many of you know that I had an office space in Brooklyn, in Dumbo. And when I moved up here to Westchester, I decided I needed to close that and start a new chapter somewhere local. So next week, I am opening Affordable Interior Design Westchester in Dobbs Ferry. It will be our new flagship store. There will be a storefront on Main Street, 103 Main, and we will be having an opening, grand opening party, February 12th. Or is it the 13th? Oh, goodness. I can't even look that far ahead. Um, But anyway, that's Saturday. And I must say, just with all resolutions, I'm usually very excited and a little bit nervous, and this one is no different. I have never owned a storefront. I've only ever had an office where people never really came. It was just for internal use and not someplace that anyone ever walked by. So I'm excited for this new chapter, a little bit nervous, 
what will it be like? Will I enjoy going to the same place every day? Will we sell things? Won't we? Will we host classes? Won't we? Will people come? Won't they? I don't know, but I'll keep you posted and keep me posted. What are your design resolutions this year? What are you looking forward to in 2016? I would love to answer your questions. I would love to hear about your design dilemmas and your design victories. Write me at Betsy at AffordableInteriorDesign.com. Send in those audio files. I would love to answer your questions this year. And I'm looking forward to growing with you guys, getting a larger listenership, answering more questions, and having a great year. Thank you guys so much for everything you've done. I hope you and your loved ones had a great holiday season. A big thanks to Katherine Heller, our producer, to Aton and the Embassy, our house band, and finally to Affordable Interior Design, who is getting ready for a big year and who hosts this podcast. Thanks so much, guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. How do you stand up straight in a world that puts you Walking the streets like